Alright guys, welcome to the second episode of this podcast, and today I am joined by Lewis, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hi, <laughs> my name's Lewis, and I'm a video editor. Alright, so... Sometimes. Sometimes? Well, what, <laughs> what else do you do? That's it really, mate. Okay. okay, that's fine. Right, so the first question I always ask people is, what makes you a creative? I, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I put people's ideas into motion, I guess, and uh, they they profit off it, <laughs> and so do I. Well, yeah, that's a video editor job at the end of the day, I guess. eh? so yeah. So obviously you're a video editor. I've known you for a few years, even though we don't speak too often, to be fair. No, yeah. Yeah, but um, so who who do you video edit for, and what type of videos do you do? I am a content editor, so meaning I only do like uh, gaming stuff. So, um, well, not just gaming stuff, but like YouTube videos mainly, um, TikToks as well. I work for Wars um, Jukies, who are two of uh, the best Warzone players in the world, really. Um, and I work for Hutch, sort of on a weekly basis, kind of. Hutch is that a that YouTuber? I'm very bad at YouTube. Uh, yeah, Hutch is sort of uh, if you if you were background like in the um, old days of COD, you'll remember like Machinima respawn and that, and Hutch was part of really what started gaming on on YouTube really. Oh wow, okay, I didn't know that. That's pretty pretty interesting, I guess. <laughs> so, are you a full time video editor? Uh, no, right now, no. No, you're not. Oh, okay. No, right now, no. Was you ever full time, or are you just like a part time editor? Uh, no, like it's it is ninety nine percent of my income, but I just um, I haven't gone full time yet. Oh, I see. All right, that's fair enough. So, what really got you into video editing as such? Like, how did you become a video editor? Um, I started editing in twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Oh, wow. Um, when I sort of I left school like high school um and then what, what happened after that I went to college <laughs> and um I what did I I done media at college I done media level two um and I was playing card at the time um but then I just sort of stopped playing card because of my GCSEs and whatever and I didn't really like the game in general um so I stopped playing the game and then I thought, and I kind of want something else to do. And I thought, I like YouTube videos, but I don't really want to do my own. Um, I wanted to work for other people in a way. And I thought um, that video editing would be a good path to go down. And then obviously I was doing media in college anyway the next year. So I thought I need to do something. So I thought that would be a good idea. And I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're definitely good at it. So that's um, <laughs> Thank you. No, that's all right. Um, Oh, my questions doesn't matter by the way because I'm going to be editing this shit. So I'm just yeah. my brain's gone. Um, fuck, one second. Yeah, sorry. My first episode was really easy because this guy has done so many podcasts. So like he fucking asked me questions at points. Like, oh shit. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I haven't prepared for this. I'm not going to lie to you. I ain't prepared for this episode. Um, hold on. Right. So we need to. So I've asked you um editing. Oh shit! Oh my god, my brain. So obviously, have you watched a podcast before, at all? Yeah. So you have I watched, watched podcasts. Oh yeah. right. What, what ones do you watch? Um, Eavesdrop, what, which what, is what Hex's uh, Optic Hex's podcast about esports mainly. 
Oh, right, okay. And the Optic Podcast. That's all I really watched, to be honest. And the Hundred Thieves one as well. I like that. Ah, see, okay. Yeah. Right, no, no, I'm just trying to think of topics because the other guy I did, I know him in real life, so it was so much easier to ask him yeah, questions. Yeah, I really yeah. am prepared for this very well. Um, if we, we should talk about, probably talk about esports because I think like the creative industry in the esports is um, pretty good at the moment. Um, do you work... Do you work for anything to do with esports? <laughs> no, uh, I did, but no. Oh, sketchy, uh, I'm not. Or... Very much so. Yeah. Oh, it's not that. Not, not everyone. Obviously, there's going to be people that are watching this podcast and they're going to go, "Oh, he's a fucking idiot." But no, I mean, like that. I just, I don't, I've made it a rule for myself to not really work with esports anymore. I don't blame unless you. It's like a, unless it's like a big org, like. Uh, I don't bl- honestly, mate. Don't blame you. I mean, I've, I I don't trust it. I I got I love working for esports at times, and then I always look at myself and like the amount of shit I've had to go through, and I'm like, yeah, why exactly. do I do it? Like, for the pay for the pay as well. It's so the, the that's pay the thing. It's like it's horrible for a some lot of it. some orgs either don't want to pay or want to pay you shit, and it's like, why would I spend four hours, four or five hours making a video for you if you're gonna underpay me which i'm not gonna do it i mean it's great if you're up and coming and stuff don't get me wrong like doing a video for an orc for like 30 quid or something it's it's definitely a good thing but when you're not charging 30 pound a video like it's not something you probably should be doing because some orgs won't pay what you ask for especially with covid (laughs) no i know what you mean i've had that well not video editing but i've had that sort of problem with in and see, I said I've met Arlie mentioned this briefly because I mentioned this last episode. But um, when I was last at my CDL event, I had to go home a day early because of this massive storm that was coming over, and I had to get home. Otherwise, I, yeah. to, I, I said never mentioned the org name, but they basically refused to pay me for over two months until we realised that the guy who was with who was um, handling the money actually was not paying anyone. Yeah. And he eventually got fired, and I got—I can't even—I can't even remember the name myself. That's how bad this is. Um, yeah. And yeah, long story short, he got fired. I got paid two months after CDL. That and they—they they didn't pay for <laughs> shit either. They exactly. That's what I mean. Like, uh, even even now, I take upfront payment with everyone. Like all of my clients pay me upfront. I've had like, to make that a thing. I I don't. Fuck, nah, never again. Like. That's horrible. So I either get I don't even open Premiere Pro without the money. Like I know what you mean. I mean, there's a unfortunately, like as time goes on, though, there is a balance between opening or doing a hobby for money. But then, if you're not doing it, if you're not doing it for a passion, then eventually you're gonna get burned out from doing it because you don't want to do it. At the end of the day, like you know, this isn't a like especially with video editors. Like I know like some big video editors like. Uh, swag uh, swag's yeah, yeah. video editor uh, courage's video editor um i don't speak to him like that much but like um these people like you know they they've got fucking bills to pay at the end of the day you know they need to put food on their tables and if they're not getting the money from their people then like what's the point in doing it <laughs> so if like even if me just a smaller video editor like way smaller compared to these two guys i don't make nowhere near enough as much as they make um I need to make sure that I'm getting paid so I can eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, I mean, it's a bit like when, like when I'm doing photography work or videography work or whatever. People always say, "Why do you want to get paid for something that you love?" Like, 
they're like isn't that's it, it really isn't yeah. it a passion and i'm like yeah it's a passion but a passion eventually turned into a job at yeah the exactly yeah so what are your so when it comes to video editing have you got any plans for the for the future what are your what is your end goal as such 2021 i want to go full-time full-time video editor yeah yeah i just there's a couple of things that i just need to finish well not finish per se but uh, there's there's a couple of things that need to happen in the next couple of months um for me to go full-time and it's it's looking good um th these things that i want to do anyway are looking good these people that i want to work for uh, hey. seem interested in me as well so if that happens within the next coming months <laughs> i will oh. be uh just full-time uh, you're waking it, you're it in <laughs> i mean the end goal is to obviously like do this full-time like i think i can speak for any creative out there really like whether you're graphics designer like thumbnail artist editor uh photographer videographer your goal is to always just you know do this full-time i think if you really like what you do you'll work hard enough to get to full-time and then even then you'll work twice as hard to keep going so obviously the end goal is to you know go full-time and hopefully we can well i can do it this year um if not then you know i'm gonna keep going until i do get it and i'm gonna keep going after that oh yeah exactly i mean they all they all, it's true they always say you gotta work hard to get there but you gotta work even harder to stay in the position yeah there's especially in like video editing like <laughs> i've lost a couple of clients this year um and i've lost them to other editors which is like fair enough yeah, yeah. um a couple of these editors are new some i didn't some i still speak to some i don't <laughs> um but you'll there's there's always other people out there that would absolutely fucking cry for your job oh that's like, that's true yeah. i i i can say that if swag decided to not work with hunter anymore uh some taxable and if it was okay with hunter i would absolutely take that opportunity Oh, of course. And he knows that, but I, he also knows that I wouldn't take that opportunity without asking him if it was all right for me to do it first, because at the end of the day, he's probably one of the reasons that I'm still going as an editor. So I'm not going to like screw my boy in a way. No, that makes sense. I mean, definitely video editing is definitely a um, competitive world because since lockdown, at least, obviously I've, I haven't had a photography or filmmaking job probably since <laughs> March, I think. And I've obviously been trying to get um been trying to get them in video editing jobs, but it's so difficult. Yeah, like, right now it's, it's probably impossible. the hardest it's ever been. Um, I can't get anything. Like I'm working with Obtained, which is nice, but that even hmm. even Obtained don't have that many projects and it doesn't help that i'm competing with michael anyway that that doesn't help but, <laughs> but um yeah there just isn't as many projects going around because there just yeah. isn't any content to make you know it's difficult right now right now especially right now like content editing so like youtube videos like for streamers youtubers whatever is probably the hardest to get into uh, it's difficult because like, yeah. just because most big creators have editors they do like you no, go yeah. especially warzone like you go like which is basically what i do i just edit warzone and cod but like you go down the warzone like um thingy on twitch who do you see you see nick Merckx has an editor you see tim the tap man 
has an editor. You see, help Ninja has like two or three or some shit okay, like that. Like Aiden has an, a very good editor. Like all of these creators have editors, and you go onto YouTube as well. You got Courage has an incredible editor. Um, and it's like you you sit yourself, you sit there and go, where do I even start? Like it's difficult. Like I remember this. Funny enough, like this this is um. Yes, yeah, it was yesterday, right? And I was sitting in my living room. I was just watching a bit of uh, Bored in Japan, one of my favourite YouTubers. <laughs> right? I, I love this guy because um, I'll talk about this a bit more later. But and my mum sat there and said, "Why don't you do? Why don't Why don't you do a YouTube channel? Like, it, sh- surely if you work hard enough at a YouTube it's channel, hard. you'll get there." So hard. And what I tried to explain was, if this was five, maybe six years ago, you're correct. I worked my ass yeah. off. I probably could get something, but because of the flooded market of YouTubers and there's just nothing original anymore. <sighs> like it's no. so difficult yeah. to get out there. Um, and it's, I argue it's getting harder and harder every year with more and more creatives gunning for your job. Like it's so difficult. Like, I'm, I'm lucky, <laughs> really lucky to be working with the, with the people that I'm working with and to have worked with the people that I work like Talia, um, apathy and like i'm really lucky to especially have worked with talia like she's one of the biggest streamers in the uk especially right now like yeah. she can stream on and get like 4k viewers um working with talia was so difficult because the standard is so high and i'm happy that i managed to stay on top of that sort of um like the, the style that she wanted i'm happy that i managed to sort of mimic and like just do um but she was probably the hardest one to work with i think not yeah. in a hard not, not not in a horrible way tali was great to work with like oh, <laughs> tali was a, like such a fucking blessing to work with someone like that um but it was there was there was a standard that you had to have, like you know there's a lot of eyes on that content and hmm. if you fuck up once you don't fuck up again because you don't get a chance to fuck up again like, no, not, not unfortunately. No. When when no. a YouTuber makes their passion a full time job, and like especially if someone has Talia's level, they can't be paying. It's like any job though. At the end of the day, if like a like this yeah. job, I worked at a cafe. Right, uh, this is peak lockdown. This is like when I didn't know what I was doing with university. I didn't know what was happening, so I worked at the cafe. And let me just say, I'm horrible at food industry. I am so slow. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Right, I just couldn't keep up. It was a small sandwich plus cafe, but her work ethic is really fast. Right, they're all very experienced yeah. in the kitchen, and you know, I we sort of both agreed that I was going to leave because I I couldn't work there anymore anyway. But it's more the yeah. fact that they can't pay you to fail. It's just impossible. Otherwise, they lose money. No. If, yeah. it's, if it's no, a bad yeah. edit, no one's going to watch it. You're not going to get ad revenue. You know, and they pay you for yeah. that, and they're like, "So I've paid you and lost money, basically." In a way, yeah. <laughs> That's it, how it is. It is. Really. A bit more of a complex way of saying it, but it, it is, unfortunately, how the world works. Yeah. That's just how it is. Like, you have to hold, just, hold yourself to the standard that... The way I see it, if you want to watch a video that's edited in a certain way, why would you edit it in that way? Right, okay. And that's how I feel a lot of videos are going down that route. Like, I lost a client, and 
who obviously you know he needed a new editor and he got himself a new editor and to be honest i and it's not me me being paid because i've seen the youtube comments and like people notice change as well like after so long people get used to it but yes, then people notice change and then they start to dislike it and i've noticed that i've noticed that um the the comments haven't been oh fuck off will you um the, the comments haven't been so <laughs> the comments haven't been so pleasant on some videos and i can see why because there's some things in that video those those videos that are just out of place and some text doesn't belong there and the it's like the editor doesn't know the audience in this case which clearly is what what happens and yeah. you know I mean, definitely. Hey, I, know, like I know what you mean. Like, I mean, like, if, it's then... a bit the same. It's the same. If um, you know the YouTube, the League of Legends YouTuber Yasuo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. It's a, he's a, like Panoi is an is a quality editor, right? And it's a mm. bit like if Mo decided to say, "All right, Panoi, well, I need to go and get a new editor." You'll notice an instant change in in that. Like yeah. he has an editing style that's really specific to him, and his audience yeah. would notice that instantly. It's the same thing with, like, a lot of people can mimic a lot of people's styles if they put the time and the effort in. And it's yeah. like, I I noticed a video, I'm not going to say whose, yeah, I, <laughs> I noticed a video a couple of weeks ago on a YouTube channel. And I, I watched it because it's a YouTube channel that I regularly watch. And uh, I watched it and I was like, fuck me that screams this person that that's that has to be this person but i didn't know this person was working for them so i, I you know i dropped him a message and i was like hey man uh you work did, did you do that video and he's like oh no it was this guy i was like who like that like that portion of the video that i watched it was like excuse me it was like five ten minutes yeah but it had that person's style and name written all over it. And it's, right. it's kind of upsetting to see. But at the same time, I know I'm that guy. Like, if you watch any of my videos, like Juki's Wars and Hutch, or some of Hutch's old stuff, I don't work for Hutch all that much anymore, only like the odd weekly stuff. Um, but if you go back and watch like Hutch's stuff from like the beginning of like March... Yeah. Um, Juki stuff for the last month, two months, and Wars' stuff since like April. You'll notice that I'm a very simple editor when it comes to Warzone. Yeah. But you'll also notice that, yes, there's transitions, but they're not too flashy. Yes, there's camera zooms, but they're not too flashy. There's no really too much text because I don't want to be watching a Warzone video and having to fucking read off the screen at the same time. Yeah, of course. I don't know if that's just me, but I, again, I'm not going to edit a video in a way that I wouldn't want to watch it. I think it all depends on your obviously depends style. on your, your style, but then it also depends on the YouTube the uh, the guy you're working for. Like for example, <laughs> again mentioning Yasuo Mo, he's very quirky. Yeah. So is Pinoy. So no matter what game he's playing and what game Pinoy is editing, it's always going to be a quirky style, and his audience knows that. But if you do a CS Warzone YouTuber or streamer. And you do a quirky style, and you're like, oh, what's happening here? Yeah. There's styles for different games as well. Like, I feel like Warzone 
can have the crazy style, but at the same time, Warzone works with a chilled out style, sort of that I have. Yeah. Where there isn't fucking crazy music going off in the background. There isn't 25 lines of text that you have to read. There isn't like 25 fucking transitions that you have to keep up with from clip to clip. And it's like Rainbow Six Siege is a prime example of that. If you go watch a couple of Rainbow streamers or content creators in this case, you'll see that they have everything is subtitled and every subtitle has some sort of color change or every yeah. subtitle has some sort very of transition. Bold, very bold letters. They're, they're presets. Obviously, the editor's not sitting there doing it for every bit of text, but you know that it's time that it's been taken into that video where you're like, holy shit, this is done well. But at the same time, this this style works for this game, but it wouldn't work for this game. No, I can't see it. The only I wouldn't see it work in a war zone unless it's what I call a channel that's purely based on comedy like fits or something like that. Yeah, then like that's the prime example. Yeah, if you're not like swag if you're not misfits, like swagger souls, fits and all that, then that style probably isn't gonna work. Unless no, you're exactly. funny. Unless you're you really have to funny. be very funny for, and then editor has to have some form i'm not of one to actually i'm not really one to comment on like youtube videos and stuff uh, but there's one i had to really it was it pissed me off <laughs> like oh, call me a karen but like i will say who sparkles the csgo youtuber oh okay yep his editor in my opinion i don't know who it is i have no idea who it is i doubt he's gonna see this but if you are gonna see it this is no shade to you you're a very fucking good editor but I cannot stand watching a Sparkles video. All right. What's, it's what's way overdone. For me, it is way overdone. There's too much shit going on. There's zooms like every three seconds. I, it's hard to keep up with what on earth is going on. I, I've stopped watching Scar Sparkles because of it. Like, All I know right. that's not going to bother him. That's really not going to bother no, him. Of course, unfortunately but, not. For me, it's just way overdone. It's probably because I'm from a COD background, and again, COD videos have always been sort of chill and laid back, and yeah, exactly, they are nothing major. But if I'm watching a YouTube video, I don't want to have to bloody look at the top four corners of the screen to see what's going on. And I had to comment on a video before. I said, "Yo, props to the YouTuber. He's clearly good, but uh, not the YouTuber, the editor. He's clearly good, but for me." This is way over edited. This is too much for me. Like, right? No, I understand what you mean. I mean, I don't personally watch <laughs> Sparkles, but I'm pretty sure I have seen the editing you what you're talking about. And yeah, there is definitely a certain degree of, I guess I say, creativity um, that you can put in a video the, until the, we get to the. The videos are funny too. Like the videos are funny too. That's the thing. But it's just it gets to a point where it's like. Just let the video flow a little bit. Yeah, like I don't know of, who edits. Kind of choke slamming yeah. me, like with with content, and I'm like, fuck me! I just want to get to the point of the video. Whilst with like sort of misfits, it's like they record a game of Siege or a game of CS, and they're just funny. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know who edits it. But that's, it's a good editor. It's, it's nice, simple editing. I mean, yeah, subtitle. Like they have to, yeah. they just do very simple. Like I see some text every now and then. Maybe some little camera zooms on like the CSGO icon. Like very simple editing, but it works. But that's normal. That's just what the editing style that bangs right now. It's that. It does. Like I think it does. Yeah. I, like I had issues with working with Hutch for quite a long time. Not with Hutch himself, but people just 
obviously hutch has been around youtube for donkeys hutch has been around since like 2009 making his own videos editing his own videos and people are used to hutch's style yeah which is no editing at all like hutch before me i don't think he had an editor i can't actually remember if you did or not but regardless um and i used to get comments and probably and still do and some of the comments that the current editor gets mm. are people that have got really sadly no clue what's going on um but like people comment saying like oh this isn't good that's not good tell the editor to do this tell the editor to do that and at the time i got that like that really got to me because it was like hutch was my first massive client yeah and i thought i'm not doing well here something's wrong something needs to change and people really didn't like that people really didn't like the fact that i was zooming onto hutch's face people didn't like that i was doing extra bits here and there that they weren't used to because people were just used to hutch uploading a gameplay with voiceovers and that's 2010 youtube <laughs> it <laughs> like is 20, yeah at the time it was 2020 and it's like come on man like give people a chance you know like clearly i cl clearly the, my client likes my work enough to post it and make money off it so he's gonna keep doing it no matter how much you complain and the, the Hutch got to a point where he said, he just said, stop looking at the fucking comments. Like, it's it's not good for you. <laughs> no, it's not. I think I hear, I, I, I watched another podcast. Um, they called the Trash Taste Podcast. I don't know if you've heard of them yeah. before. No, I actually haven't. So it's, it, there are three anime YouTubers, but they're really big YouTubers. Uh, the Anime Man, Sea Dog, and Skigook, I think. But... They're all, yeah. they're all UK YouTubers live in Japan, and it's a, such a funny podcast. But um, they always do mention about YouTube comments, and they're like, it's just the worst thing. Like, your, your, your motivation falls if you read the comments, yeah. because yeah. there's more haters. And there, there's so many people who are out there to actively put people down, and I don't oh, think yeah. it's worth it, honestly. Yeah. If I go back on some of these videos, like, some of those comments are still there, and it's like, wow. Yeah, just... Like, at the time... It got to me, but now I just think, fuck you. Like, I don't know why I'm getting worked up about you. Like, I'm just here to do a job. If the client likes it, so be it. Exactly. You know? the client, at the end of the day, you're not there to impress. You're not there to impress the people watching the video. You're there to impress the client. That's. Well, I mean, it kind of. You have. There's the thing. There's that line though. Right. Where you have to please the audience but please the client at the same time. Yeah, of which course. Is very hard to figure out. But once once you work with someone like Hutch, for example, for a very long time, like Hutch's titles, I never made them. That oh, was okay. always Hutch. And I'm not gonna tell Hutch who's been around since two thousand nine, two thousand and ten uploading YouTube videos that that title is wrong. I'm gonna let him do it. He knows more than I do when it comes to titles. Even I, even if I think that title is shit and mine is better, I'm not going to tell him. No, no, it's not your place, unfortunately, is it, really? No. Well, I'm not going to tell him. Well, right? that's all. That's actually all time we have today for this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it's been 30 minutes, I didn't realise, but I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for that. That's fine, mate. Thanks for inviting me on. Nah, that's all good. good all right, well, thank you very much. Well, that is episode two done.
2 done. Yep, that's what I meant to say. Episode 2. Uh, I will see you guys in episode 3. Thank you for watching.